Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. Podcast where three grown-ups try and beat a children's game. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. And today we are reading Choose Your Own Adventure book number five, uh, Gorga the Space Monster, which is actually one of the Bantam Skylark books that Choose Your Own Adventure put out. Um, they're books aimed at very young people with very few choices. Very, and, very small attention spans. So like if you can't yeah. through this adventure in 10 minutes, you've you've lost. Yeah, Mark said it. So mark it, put it on the calendar. We're going to be done in 10 minutes. This is a 10-minute episode. Uh, so here's a cool thing. This looks very prescient because Gorga, going by the cover art, basically a Pokemon, right? Like it's half never-ending story uh, flying dog and half uh, just, <laughs> just Pokemon. Fun, fun, large creature. It's yeah. like that cat bus if instead of a place for people to sit on the inside, it was just thick old fat and ribs. And also, it looked stupid on the face. Yeah, it looks like it looks like if you asked somebody who didn't really know what a walrus looked like to draw a walrus. Right. It's like a kid described a walrus to another kid. Uh And all that really came across was uh, giant, fat and dumb. But also they got flying in there somehow. It's like if you were describing a rhino to someone who thought you were stupid for believing in rhinos. (laughs) Yeah. And there was this like, oh, yeah, okay, it's got one horn, yeah, on the top of it. Yeah, no, that's even, that's the dumbest thing. Obviously, it would have two horns, idiot. My, my assessment of this, just looking at the title alone, is uh, a little boy uh, finds a giant, uh, kind of scary, but ultimately lovable monster. They go on fun quests together. Not really a mm-hmm. quest, so much as just like an outing, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, they forge a friendship. And he, he eats a railroad, I guess. Yeah, he does eat a railroad. It's like E.T. without any of the scary parts of of the government. Yeah, I'm just like, why did they have to bring space into it is my question. Like, just make it a a fantasy, a fun fairy kidnap magic book. Right. Space, I don't think is even doing anything as an adjective here. It might as well just be Gorga, the fucking monster. And then you get the same information. (laughs) And it's still equally appropriate for kids. Or like, your friend Gorga. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, My dinner with Gorga. (laughs) Gorga, it's been so long. We haven't really caught up in a in a, in a while. Yeah, it's never Gorga the space friend. <laughs> I think by the end of this book, it will be, and that's that's really what we're talking about here. Is it really a friendship though? If you can't fuck it up, like uh... Man, I thought you were just gonna say, is it a friendship if you can't fuck it? And <laughs> uh, not uh, yeah, no, I wasn't gonna say that. Um, but yeah, no, it's like uh, if if we can't potentially mess up our burgeoning friendship with Gorgon the space monster. He's just kind of forced to be our friend. 
Chris, why do you think why do you think we can't mess it up? This is a choose your own adventure book. Yeah. All we do is mess it up. But it's a Bantam Skylark. Worst case scenario, our like cousin Jeffy will show up and be like, oh, while you were smoking weed in the closet, I told Gorgon that you like Pokemon and we're both friends now. I think you guys are constantly, every time we reference Fairy Kidnap, you forget that one of the endings is where we were drowned. Yeah, by drowned a, by a by fuck a horse. horse. That's right. Yeah. That was due to our own sexual hubris. Well, I mean, this kid, I don't know a lot about the kid on the cover. But he seems pretty confident. Let's just drive away from these, uh, these, these, these jokes. Yeah. <laughs> let's take, let's all hop in the car and just take the other road. We got to promise to put at least one full stop between the words child and the word fucking. <laughs> it's summertime and you're visiting your grandpa and grandma at their house on Cape Cod. Late one afternoon, while you're walking over the sand dunes, you spot something that's round and looks sort of like a purple igloo. Igloos are never purple. They're never on Cape Cod in the summertime, so you hurry to see what it really is. All right, adult brain, Chris, what do you think this thing could be? That's a dead whale. It's a dead whale, right? It's a giant dead whale. Do not walk towards it. Just a bloated, nasty dead whale. It's going to pop from all the gases inside of it, and you're going to get covered in dead whale. I was thinking it might be more like a tent, like a couple people, like, you know, Pitch a tent on the beach and uh-huh. maybe they're fucking. And, yeah, you rush in there and see them doing some beach sex. Right. They're making Gorga the space monster, if you know what uh, I mean. With, with two backs. Yeah, the space monster with two backs <laughs> and a bunch of sand in its cracks. Oh, God. I, ugh, ugh. I hate the beach. Yeah, the beach is terrible. I'm not a beach fan either. Well, yeah. we got we all have something in common, guys. A yeah. booze your own adventure vacation would have to take place in the mountains, I think. Uh, if we ever did like a Boozer Adventure travel podcast, though, it would have to be uh, off season, the podcast where we just go to shit that's closed. Oh, yeah. Me and Chris thought that would be a funny idea. What? You go to places that are usually teeming like in the summertime. Uh-huh. I think Con- Coney Island is the prime example. And you go in like March and just interview the people that are there and be like, hey, so what's it like living in Coney Island in March? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I don't know, it sucks. It'd really just be like a, an exploration of America's opioid crisis, wouldn't it? <laughs> Booze Your Own Adventure tackles the opioid crisis. Look, if Jared Kushner can do it, we can do it too. Uh, picture Jared from Subway. I'm not really sure why. Eh. Guys, we have to get away from kid sex. We, we have to get away <laughs> from kid sex. We've got to broaden our horizons. It's given us a lot of great jokes, but we've just got to expand. Wasn't Jared from Subway like a kid? He was a sex pest, yeah. Yeah, he was... In my defense, he was a joke before he was a sex pest, or before he was known to be a sex pest. So that's true. There's that. That's the arc of so many people's careers. Nobody, sandwich mascot, joke, sex pest. We're doing a great job uh, in terms of the goofs per word red ratio. I'm going to argue too great of a job. We've, yeah. we've got to make we've got to make it to the first choice here. Yeah, let's let's cruise through some pages here. As you get closer, the top part of the igloo lifts up and twists toward you. You can see three enormous green eyes looking right at you. It lets out a noise that sounds like G-O-R-R-G-A. <laughs> You're not looking at an igloo. You're looking at a monster. Uh, if you run back to tell your grandparents what you saw, turn to page two. If you stay where you are and see what happens next, turn to page four. Uh, Chris, what's your take on like meeting a monster cold face to face? I would say that... In the history of our podcast, we've never chosen to be the dweeb that yeah, goes yeah. to tattle. That's right. Yeah. We've often right. been retroactively forced to accept that role 
after getting yeah. killed, but we've yes. never chosen <laughs> it really. Exactly. I also I also would like to point out that like whose grandparents are going to do anything, you know? Especially cuz grandma and grandpa live on Cape Cod. They went there to retire. They're not interested in your fucking monster whatever. Let's let's look at this dude. Let's go see what happens next. As you stand watching, Gorga stands up. He looks like a small hippopotamus. His mouth is half as big as his body. What do you think hippopotamuses look like? Edward Packard? Yeah. <laughs> also, how do we know it's a he? Uh, giant purple dick. It's a giant, there's a giant purple dick. Um, yeah, as you stand watching, looks like a, a, a large dick. A small hippopotamus or a large dick. Somewhere in between those two things. If you can just imagine a dick, hippopotamus, cross Full of teeth. Yeah. A dick full of teeth <laughs> with horns on it, and it's also a hippo. Yeah. Where could this monster have come from? You watch as he eats a branch and then gobbles another and another. Suddenly, he turns toward you. G-O-R-G-A! G-O-R-G-A! He bellows. Maybe Gorga is his name. In my defense, those are hyphenated. I'm not making that up. It's, it's yeah. what's written in the book. And it also says in parentheses, in the cadence of a cheerleader. So this is, Mark's reading it verbatim. Yeah, yeah for sure. He, he, you can't see the illustrations, but he's wearing pom-poms on his, on his fingers, so. Yeah, well, those are dicks too, I think, but yeah, pom-poms. It's like halfway between a dick and a pom-pom, if you can picture that. With teeth, full of teeth. Hello, Gorga, you call. <laughs> you see That a, was horrifying. <laughs> that's, we are a scary boy, scary <laughs> voice boy. That's why we got sent to Cape Cod to bother our grandparents. Yeah. Um, please get him out of the house so we can fuck. Uh, I'll be home all summer, father. Nope. No, you will not. I can't go to camp. <laughs> Mother, may I come in for a minute? I had a sad dream. Mr. Edward at the 7-Eleven said that I am not allowed to spend any more time there. I have developed a scab on my hand. Will you look at my hand, scab, papa? I'm too weak to ride the school bus. <laughs> Fucking car riders. Fucking car riders. Get out of here with that shit. You don't have to be on the bus. Fuck you. Don't even yeah. get Ian started on car riders. Nah. No, but for real, though, like, too many people are driving their kids to school these days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see a piece of driftwood nearby. Maybe Gorgo would like some dessert. Okay. Uh, you pick it up. It's about the size of a baseball bat. Suddenly, Gorga starts coming right at you. His huge mouth is wide open. And then he walks over near you. God, stop. <laughs> does he want to eat the log, or does he want to eat you? If you try to protect yourself by hitting Gorga over the head with the log, uh -oh. page 11, if you just toss the log in front of Gorga, 13. 11 is definitely a lose condition, right? Like, Yeah. yeah. If, if 11 said, like, stand there with a log, mm -hmm. then, then maybe, but... You can't assault Gorga, he's your friend. Yeah, and we just watched him eat a fucking tree, so. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and read 11, even though we didn't choose it, because it's two paragraphs and it's great. He closes his jaws around the log. Gorga might not have meant to take such a big bite and eat you too, but that's what he did. The end. <laughs> Classic Gorga. Uh, cool. You toss, the, you toss Gorga the driftwood log. He opens his huge mouth and swallows it whole. Out of the corner of your eye, you see Gorgo waddling toward you, but he's so big and clumsy that you're able to keep him at a safe distance. He's following you. Maybe he wants to be your friend. What should you do? If you run home as fast as you can, or if you let Gorgo follow you home. Those are kind of the same things, just at different speeds. Yeah. 
I don't know. Let's, you want to take him home with us, Chris? Yeah. I mean, he's big. He's clumsy. He, we can keep him at a distance. And uh-huh. frankly, if our grandparents can't escape an animal this big and clumsy, it's their time to die. Yeah. Sort of the metric. Yeah. Yeah. So let him follow you home. Absolutely. Yeah. When you reach the house, grandma and grandpa are waiting at the door. I'm calling the police, says grandma. <laughs> Gorka won't hurt anyone. You say? I forgot about that. He eats only branches and driftwood. God, this kid's not going to make it to the end of the book. He has a wasting disease. <laughs> so far, says grandma. Can't Gorka stay with us? You ask. <laughs> I'll make sure he doesn't do anything wrong. At, at least for the next 72 hours while I can still breathe. <laughs> You're not made of wood, Grandpapa. <laughs> he, sh- he shan't eat your flesh, body. And we're moving on. Uh, yeah, I, was, I was seeing if Chris wanted to jump in and have some no, fun in the, in I, the joke I, zone. That was good. That was good. Right. You guys were killing it. Thanks, well, man. Thanks. It's, ju- it's a really good character Mark created, and I'm glad to have it on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely invite him back for future episodes. Yeah, Chauncey. His name is Chauncey. I was just thinking, I was like, (laughs) I hope Mark realizes that I'm just going to do that voice for every single protagonist from now on. It's too good. As long as this one comes out first, then uh, I get credit for it. Um, There are some woods near the house with lots of sticks and branches that Gorga should find very tasty. Uh, You come back tomorrow, there are no more woods. Yeah, whoops, and he's huge and still hungry, so, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, You walk toward the woods and Gorga follows you waddling along like a hippopotamus which is our only comparison point for this thing i guess that's it we've never seen another animal like this the really the takeaway for this book is that you learn what a hippopotamus is <laughs> i think the one fact they're teaching us i think you mislearn what a hippopotamus is if anything yeah right oh uh, yeah the hippopotamus has three eyes two horns uh i guess in their defense they couldn't have written waddling along like a big old dick yeah yeah those don't waddle often uh, waddle often. Wow. Waddle if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'm not using it right. Uh, <laughs> it's not about the uh, the size of the boat. It's about the motion in the ocean, and that motion should be waddling. It's about the waddling of the coddling. Oh, gross. <laughs> Ladies love cool waddles. Yeah. Gorka finds a thick grove of wild cherry trees growing near the dunes. He settles down and starts munching happily. Gorka is a very flat character at this point i'm just gonna throw this out there this is maybe the worst book (laughs) well let's see what happens there's got to be a turn right either we try to kill gorga or gorga kills us those seem to be the only outcomes i mean look at this picture on page 22 it's us just looking like musedly on as gorga eats a fucking tree stump who cares (laughs) jesus if our best friend was a tree there would be some stakes right now but there is not i don't know Y'all know how hard it is to dig up a stump? I think Gorga's, like, doing a lot of good work. So you're saying we, uh, we enslave Gorga and we put him in our uh, sort of uh, gardening company? Yeah. Landscaping? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, there's a, there, you can rent goats now to eat all the ivy from things. Right, right. Yeah. Like, even our ridiculous joke idea is just a thing that exists mundanely. 
a good point. This book is pretty boring. Let's see what let's see what happens though. Yeah, yeah let's, I mean let's let's plow through this thing. I'm sure it'll get better. Because a second ago we were consumed, right? Like a second ago we were eaten alive by this thing. Yeah, that's fair. There's there are dangerous options. Th- those are the two speeds. Yeah, exactly. There's uh there's boring and there's you have died. <laughs> Should you keep Gorga in the backyard where you can keep an eye on him, or in the woods where he's less likely to get in trouble? Uh, I feel like we go for the trouble option, right? We're desperately in need of some trouble. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If we keep him in the yard, he'll run out of trees, and then what happens, you know? Look, yeah. the only only possible way with our voice that we will ever attract the attentions of a young man or woman is with a cool-ass pet. Yeah. So we really got to let people make sure. Maybe people got to know. People got to know. This guy fucks. Look at his cool purple hippopotamus. Have you seen Gorga? My Gorga? <laughs> We're also not allowed in the woods. Grandpa and Grandma won't let us in the woods because of our frailty. The Forbidden Forest. Uh, we also, I think we get Gorga registered as a service animal so we can just like take him to school as our service yeah. hippopotamus yeah. penis monster. Oh, I'm Riot, sorry. He's, he's my service, Gorga. Please don't, don't be alarmed. It's, there are three seats in the row of the airplane and you and I and Gorga will fit. Oh, I'm Don't. I'm so sorry. He didn't he didn't mean to eat your pencils. That's what a big <laughs> misunderstanding. You don't need pencils on an airplane, anyhow. Here, take one of my pens. It's made of metal. It's and basically monster-proof. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, oh no! Oh no! Not your wooden bow tie. This thing smells like he eats and shits trees. Uh, you know what else eats and shits trees is termites, and when they poop, it's like they—that's what they build termite mounds out of. Gross, but efficient. Yeah, well, right. Kinda that's cool. what I'm saying. Like, pretty cool. Gorga takes in trees which we don't need, and he spits out like industrial grade adhesives. Is Gorga a giant space termite? Oh fuck! I'm actually excited to find out what Gorga excretes. Like that could be a real turn in this book when it turns yeah. out he poops plutonium or something, and then we get to make a flux capacitor. I'm sh- that'll come up. I'm sure that'll come up. Yeah, we're putting him in the yard. <laughs> you pile some wood in the middle of the yard for Gorga to eat. By the time you go to bed, he is sound asleep. Uh, in the middle of the night, you are awakened by a loud gnawing sound outside. Oh, fuck. Gorga is chewing away at the wooden pillars that hold up the front porch. Crunch. Ooh. Crunch. If you scream in Gorga's ear to get him to stop, turn to 29. If you try to prod Gorga with a stick to get him to go away. Oh, come on. You turn to 31. Yeah. Can we get a, an assurance that this stick is not wood or is it definitely wood? If you give him food to try to tell him not to eat things, you're a fucking idiot and he eats you. Yeah. I assume. Uh, yeah, let's scream in his ear and see what happens. Well, damn. Okay. You walk up close to George. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Georgia. George. George, George, Georgia, the jungle. Um, George, ate, George ate the jungle. Uh, oh, hey Hey, Gorgate the Jungle. Uh, Gorgate is a new verb we're going to find a Ugh. meaning for, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, you walk up close to Gorga. If you don't stop eating, you scream, the police will shoot you. He's grown so fast that he looks like two hippopotamuses rolled into one. That's the real descriptor for it. That's funny. Again, he opens his gigantic mouth. Suddenly, you're sitting in a tree, but the tree is inside Gorga, the space monster. Guys, we were right. There is boring and there is eaten by Gorga. Those are the only two paths in this book. 
He either, like uh, it's uh, he goes hard and just like the hardest you could imagine, or just doesn't. Uh, to be clear, the end. Yeah. So they sort of dance around it though. They're not like and then you died, but like definitely and then you died. It's nice that they gave us like a Jonah and the whale type situation though. So it's not like uh, Gorga clamps his teeth around like your abdomen and separates yeah. your upper half from the lower. It's like you're just hanging out in this belly with this tree. Yeah, until his stomach acid digests you, you know, there you will find a true, uh, a, a new meaning uh, of for pain. You take a long stick and poke Gorga very hard. Garoop! Gorga bellows like an angry elephant and lopes off into the woods. Guys, what's an elephant? I only know hippopotamus. Yeah, this book has taught us nothing about elephants. Mm-mm. It's a big creature. It looks kind of like a testicle. I don't know. Uh, an elephant is like three hippopotamuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least you saved the house The next morning you wake up early Wait seriously we just went to bed after that He won't try to eat it again he's been poked Yeah we've solved this one <laughs> Yeah uh, The next morning you wake up early you run outdoors and look around There's no sign of Gorga he hasn't come back You're glad he's not still eating the porch But you're worried about him <laughs> Everybody's real nonchalant about that Giant purple monster living outside your house though Well <laughs> I guess we have Like a fence is Cape Cod crowded? I don't know what Cape Cod is like. I thought it was an island, so I'm not the one to ask. I think Cape Cod is like, the, the whole point is that it's not particularly crowded. Guys, where does Ina Garten live? Who is she? I don't know that. Uh, I think she lives on Cape Cod. She's a cook. Okay, uh, we'll just pull up Wikipedia list of Cape Cod residents and sort <laughs> this right out. Isn't uh, Martha Stewart from Cape Cod? Yeah. No, wait, Martha's Vineyard. Uh, that seems a bit on the nose. Yeah, right? This is not I a great joke. Uh, <laughs> a- Aquaman? Cod cape. <laughs> oh. Like he has a cape that's made out of cod. Potentially. Does he have a cod piece? Just, uh, that's my last Aquaman joke. Because <laughs> if he puts that dick in a fish, uh, it's going to be upsetting. Right, especially because he can understand the fish, right? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Do the, do the Flintstones understand their animals, though? Because that sink disposal is always like, Please stop. God, God, my life is hell. <laughs> and they just keep shoving shit in him. Honestly, just though, some, like, like dramatic irony is is please kill me. Not just like comedy gold every time it happens, though. Like, it's just always so good. It is pretty good. When you reach the other side of the woods, you see Gorga ambling across a field heading toward the railroad tracks. Uh Oh, those railroad ties are made of wood. Sure enough, Gorga grabs one with his teeth and starts to pull. Then in the distance. You hear a railroad whistle. Toot toot. The morning train is heading for town, but Gorga is ripping up the tracks. You must do something fast. <laughs> is one of our options fix the railroad? That seems difficult for a. Let's see. We're probably 13, right? 14? Uh, yeah. I think we're nine. Uh, okay, so do we run toward the train and try to get the train to stop? Uh, or do we decide to try and get help? What does that mean? All right. Uh, so, well, here's, here's my thought is to this point, we have tried to handle things on our own. Yeah. And so far we have a giant purple monster that has gotten more and more dangerous and now is eating an entire railroad track. So you're saying one more try? We should try one more time? Actually, yes. I was about to say, clearly this is working out <laughs> extremely good. And asking for help is for dweebs. Let's go stop that train with our bare hands. No one has adventures while they're hanging out with their parents, okay? 
I think that's what it is, though, right? It's like the Swiss Family Robinson. It was all adventure, and it was uh, all only family. because they got stuck on that island. So, I put somebody on an island, Edward Packard. Fucking yeah, Narnia is what I'm saying. Yeah. though. you're with your mom and dad, and then the plane crashes, but nobody dies except for the pilot, I guess. I don't know. I'm right. Edward Packard, and this is the beginning of Island Trim. Are you are you describing Lost? <laughs> on accident, yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe you can stop the train. You start to run down the tracks. Behind you, you can still hear Gorgo ripping out railroad ties like a fucking piece of shit. Over the, over a train noise? You can't hear Gorgo over a train. Stop! Stop! You scream, your arms waving <laughs> up and down. Frailly. The friendly engineer sees you and waves back. No! Stop! Uh, curse our reedy voice. Yeah. <laughs> if only I could communicate some other way. Um, you you throw yourself onto the railroad tracks to, as, a, as yeah. a symbolic gesture. Uh, now the engineer does see Gorga, which means you've bought no time whatsoever. He, yeah. he just In fact, you might have distracted him from seeing Gorga earlier because you were fucking waving at him. Exactly. Yeah. He slams on the brakes and blows the emergency whistle. The wheels of the train lock and go skidding down the track with a horrible screech and a shower of sparks. Do you think there's a non-emergency whistle, like, just for fun? Isn't that most whistles? No, like a tra- on a train. Like, you think a train has, like, a fun whistle? I feel like almost all whistles have a negative connotation, right? Like, lifeguard whistle, rape, rape whistle, train whistle. Traffic cop. Yeah. You know what, though? Uh, people who lead the parade at Carnival, they love whistles. Uh, what about, like, slide whistles? Those are typically, I would say, associated with clownery. Yeah. Slide whistle is just a shitty flute. Yeah. I'll say it. I'm not scared of the slide whistle people. Big slide whistle? Yeah, big slide whistle. Come at me. It's a shitty flute. Big slide whistle? Yeah. A big slide whistle is just a big shitty flute. Fuck off. (laughs) The train stops only inches away from Gorga, who sits there glaring at the locomotive. The engineer gets down from the cab and walks to the front of the train. Get out of here, he shouts. (laughs) Look, it's a monster. Everyone is pointing and shouting. Gorka sits very still. Like a well-behaved creature, not a monster. He has manners. One man walks up to Gorga and looks at him closely, and then he comes right over to you. He holds out his hand. Buckham's my name. Henry Buckham. I own a circus. Is that your beast over there? Not really, you say. I just found him on the beach. (laughs) <laughs> How much do you want for him? Says Buckham I'll pay you anything you want A purple monster with three eyes Well you don't need to You don't need to pay him in a purple monster that With three eyes You already have one of those and Also we're just a child Why would you assume we own this? Yeah Henry Buckham is just waiting for us To like show a sign of weakness So we can take the monster If you'll promise to take good care of Gorga I'll hire you to take care of him. You won't, though. He's only seven. <laughs> yeah. I'll enslave you and take your monster prisoner. <laughs> Mr. Buckham calls to his circus crew. They get off the train and make a special cage for Corka, I guess right there on the spot. That's all they have on circus trains is materials for special cages. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, so you, you can bring one carry-on and uh, like a, a quarter of a cage raw materials type of shit. I mean, hey, man, isn't capitalism just its own cage? Despite all of my rage, I am still just a rat in a cage. A rat is like an eighth of a hippopotamus, in case you were wondering. (laughs) 
Everyone you know comes to see you at work in the circus, and you introduce them all to your friend Gorga, the space monster. The end. Cool. Space had literally nothing to do with this. Yeah, wouldn't that be definitely more like Gorga the sea monster? You found him next to the beach. He, he looks sort of uh, hippopotamus. That was quite the leap. Yeah, I was going to say Gorga the beach monster, but yeah. for whatever reason, the beach monster just sounds wrong. That sounds like one of those unsolved mysteries type of cases. Yeah, where it's like definitely somebody was murdering people on a beach, mm-hmm. but like they're sort of like the like the the North Shore beach monster. Yeah. Um, or maybe Gorga the Space Monster is just like his circus billing name. Ha! You know, like how everybody sort of got like. Oh, like, yeah. I, that is right? what it is, right? For example, Andre the Giant, who didn't find the right amount to eat to stop him from growing bigger. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rip, rip, rip. Seriously, like that's the best documentary about Andre the Giant that I've ever seen. It's called My Dinner with Andre, and it's got <laughs> Wall- uh, Wallace Shawn um, and then some movie director from the 70s I never knew. Okay. But he dies of gigantism. Yeah, no, I know how it ends. Yeah, at the end yeah. of the dinner. Because mm-hmm. he ate too much. And they're like, can we offer you a mint? There it is. There it is. And he's like, I couldn't eat anymore. And they're like, it's wafer thin. We're doing all the bits on this episode. So here's my recommendation. Let's go back and involve our grandparents. Yeah, let's see if we can figure out how this cat belongs in space. We're, we're taking the second opportunity to talk to your gramps. Okay. Okay. And we'll see how that goes. I mean, it worked out pretty... I'm just saying, like, canonically, we just became millionaires and Gorga's, like, super famous, so... We'll see We'll see which one we like better. We, we're like Adam Sandler in Click. We have the option to change things, and it will go great. Is Click not Kevin James? Click? That's Adam Sandler. There you go, Adam Sandler. Does Will Smith do a rap for it, though? <laughs> That's Hitch. And also, he should have. <laughs> Turn around and Click. <laughs> Hey, 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 y'all, remember that, hey. y'all remember that rap Will Smith did for uh, for seven pounds? You guys remember his seven pounds rap about about how he killed himself with a jellyfish? You guys remember that rap? You remember the rap he did for uh, Legend of Bagger Vance? Those before <laughs> they invented rap music or any kind of keyboard, so it was all yeah. Wow, you remember the concussion rap? <laughs> uh, Beyond Dawn or whatever that. Goofy sci-fi one was. Yeah, it was after, it was after Earth, wasn't after it? After Earth, yeah. You guys remember that rap he did for uh, Fresh Prince of... Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, you down with CTE? Yeah, you know me. That's his <laughs> Not a Will Smith song. <laughs> <laughs> and he had that shitty accent, too, in that movie. Oh, did he really? South African. Yeah, he's supposed to be South African, I think. Ooh. When Grandma... So we're on 34 now. Okay, thank you, Mark. You're welcome. Thank, thank, you, thank you, Papa Mark, for steering this bus back toward Gorka. Strong hand on the tiller. When Grandma and Grandpa wake up, you show them how Gorga almost saved the whole front porch. For the next few days, you see no sign of Gorga, but you hear TV and radio reports about him. One film shows Gorga coming into somebody's backyard and eating up a picnic table and two benches. How much outdoor seating does one family need? If you have a picnic table and also two benches. Oh, see, I was just, I, I'm pretty sure it's just a picnic table and its associated benches. We got so many questions to ask Edward Packard's estate. Yeah. Do you think they respond to emails or will we have to send like a letter via the post? I think I think they'll contact us. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Edward Packard Jr. Sorry about your dad. While plagiarizing your work, we came across some discrepancies. I mean, we're not plagiarizing. We're not calling it our own. We're definitely giving EP props. Yeah, that's fair. 
We're getting and if anything, like we're drumming up business for his like frankly dumb book. P.S. <laughs> did your old dead bitch ass dad ever think about an animal that wasn't a hippo? I mean, fuck. <laughs> Is that you verbally <laughs> abusing the theoretical son of Edward Packard? Guys, we should definitely start a follow up like podcast where we just write and then read on air our angry letters to Edward Packard Jr. Uh, trying to get him to answer for his dad's literary crimes. Yeah, maybe that could be a segment on our show. Yeah. We could have like uh, ask Edward Packard Jr. and like it's it's not ask it's ber- yeah. berate EPJ. Hey yeah. EPJ, a longtime listener, first time writer. Just kidding. I've read like sixteen of these fucking things, and also I hate you. We'll call them fancers. Ooh, because they're fan answers, but they're about why these books are so bad. One morning, you turn on the radio and hear this news report. The monster from outer space has gobbled up hundreds of trees. It was last seen on Dude Road, trying to eat a beach house. The police are going to capture it. We'd better stop talking and get out of here, says Grandma. The monster's dangerous. You all jump into the car and Grandpa drives off, because Grandpa has to be in the driver's seat. Well, Grandma has that thing with her eye. What are you talking about? And also that burning need to kill. Yeah, you remember in the earlier pages where it talked about her lust for murder and also her astigmatism? Oh, that's right. I probably just cut that in the editing process, which is why I don't remember. Oh, yeah. You said you were going to cut all of it as soon as we said it out loud. Yeah, it was like really, it just seemed out of place and it was extremely graphic for an Edward Packard novel. Quick note, EPJ, if you're listening, what the fuck? Quick note, EPM, please don't eat my planet. Evil power Power master. master. Great. Uh, on the other hand, you're curious to see what will happen when the police try to capture Gorga. After all, he's your pet, in a way. If you say, let's drive along Dune Rose and see what happens. Stupid. Uh, or if you say, let's get as far away as possible. Seeing what happens is not a plan. That's not a thing that you do. Uh, so <laughs> let's try them both out. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say oh, you, what? Uh, 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 do it. Uh, I was going to say, let's get a far, as far away as possible because like. That's just some mealy mouth bullshit. All right, fine. We'll see. We'll see what this narrative dead end looks like. Let's get as far away as possible. You say? Yes, says Grandma. We could drive to Lakeview Inn and stay there overnight. When you reach the inn, you find everyone downstairs watching the news. Gorga, the space monster, is on the TV screen. He now looks as big as a whale. Which is like twelve hippopotamuses. Right. The monster is still eating and still growing. The police may have to shoot it in the morning. You go to bed that night, wondering what will happen to Gorga, the space monster. Yeah, nothing has stated Gorga comes from space. He's not, he's not an aerodynamic fella. You wouldn't look at this guy and assume he's a big flyer. Are you kidding? His ears are a little bit flappy. Obviously, he can fly. Also, he's the size of a meteor. Obviously, he came from space. Meteor's like 90 hippopotamuses. Of course he's from space. He's the size... Wait, you just made this joke. Anyway, <laughs> I was going to change the joke, and then I changed it to something that was just your joke. Anyway. <laughs> it's not really changing, Mark. That's just reusing. It's changing. It's like, I, I thought of your joke, and then I changed it, and then halfway through the joke, I was like, I'm going to heighten it and make him like the size of a meteor. And then I was just like, wait, I've converged, I've converged back on Chris's joke. <laughs> oh my uh, God, guys, it's the perfect joke. You guys, Gorka has to be from space. He's the size of a bigger meteor. A meteor meteor. 
A meteor is like seven hippopotamus. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh... It's weird that it says all of this in the book. Like, Edward Packard really knew. Yeah, look, Ed Pack June. Uh, I'm not saying your whole name. <laughs> no, Buddy. just his South Korean name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you make the meteor joke again, turn to page 11. If you make the multiple hippopotamus size joke again, turn to page 13. 13, 13. Okay. Also, like, the police may have to shoot him in the morning. Like, guys, <laughs> either it's an emergency and you have to shoot him, or it's not an emergency and you don't have to shoot him. I mean, technically, isn't the police may have to shoot it in the morning true of anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, the police may have to shoot anything in the morning. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a fire. Well, the police might have to shoot it in the morning. I don't know, maybe we'll run out of water, and we're just like, what if we throw bullets at it? Hey, Timmy, remember to feed the dog. The police may have to shoot it in the morning. It might have rabies. We want it looking good and healthy to meet Jesus. We got to finish this commercial. The police may have to... It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> never have you had a dream that seems... Can you pick up a, a gallon of milk at the store? The police might have to shoot it in the morning. <laughs> and I don't want them to shoot like a half-empty gallon. That would make them uh, think that we're poor. Uh, may- Highway Patrol confiscates 40 pounds of heroin. The police may have to shoot it in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's good. Boom. Though. Yeah. We'll just cut all those other jokes. I made a joke about the running joke that I was doing in my head about our grandparents being very rich because we all live on Cape Cod that I never said out loud during the course of the podcast. Y'all know grandparents are like one third of a hippopotamus, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was only laughing at Chris's reaction, which appeared to be him getting punched in the gut and falling over. Yeah. He thought it was safe. He thought it was safe to eat soup again. A uh, punch is like when a hippopotamus steps on your tummy. Are we done with this? I think I so. Think, All right. I think so. We've killed it. Uh, yeah. Like the police had to do with that hippopotamus. In yeah. the morning. In the morning. There it is. <laughs> this, this episode is terrible. <laughs> this is a bad book. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bad book, and we're having a great time with it. Where the hell am I on this page? Yeah, I would start it at the going to bed that night so we can get a real sense of this wondrous dream. You go to bed that night, wondering what will happen to Gorga, the space monster. You dream that you're riding on Gorga's back while he flies high above the oceans and on up into the cool blackness of space. So peaceful. Gorga projects an oxygen field? Yeah. You assume? Yeah. God. You're just a fucking kid. You don't know how breathing works. Mm -mm. Or pressures. Yeah. Um, Or like uh, distance of travel through space. Yeah, man, if you fly with Gorga all the way to another galaxy, you, you're, you're dead before you leave the solar system. You wake up in the morning thinking about your dream. Then you go downstairs and turn on the TV. The news is surprising. Gorga, the space monster, has disappeared. What the heck? No one can ever figure out where he went. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. The end. So, canonically, what happened? I think canonically, Gorga gets trapped in the circus cage forever, and you just make that fucking sweet cash off of him. No, I mean, like, in, this, in this canon, though. What- well, Chris was, so Chris was making a good Star Wolf joke and did not listen to this ending. <laughs> so I, I'm willing to bet Chris doesn't know how this ending goes. No, 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 yeah, it was like you dream about Gorga, and then you wake up, and the guy on the TV is like, we couldn't find it. Uh, but, and then you're like, ah, yes, the dream that I had, that's the truth. Except that in that dream, I was there, and now I'm here, so... No, no, no. Then your grandparents come upstairs, and they look for you, and they're like, where's our, where's our grandson? 
and you're like, I'm right here, but they can't seem to hear you. You're a ghost. And then Leonardo DiCaprio shows up and he's like, don't you remember that deal we made 16 years ago? And you look at your hands and they're old man hands. And also now it's a samurai movie. <laughs> I saw, what's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah. That classic what's eating Gilbert Grape joke. Re-editing these podcasts really drives home how at first we seem like a fountain of pop cultural references. And it turns out we only know like seven pop culture touch points. <laughs> Have true. we done an Inception joke? <laughs> We've done uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape joke. Ah, fair enough. <laughs> we know Star Fox. We know what's eating Gilbert Grape. I have strong opinions about the Hellboy trailer. And that's it. Uh, this will all be great to edit out later. So yeah. Gorga has disappeared. I would like to advance the theory uh, that the police had to shoot him sooner than we thought. And actually, we do know what happened to him. It's just no one will tell us because we're kids. Yeah, so we need to be yeah. protected. Like, oh, Gorga, he just went to the big party in the sky, I guess. Yeah. Then you go downstairs and turn on the TV. It reroutes to the VCR and a newsman that looks a lot like your grandpa is standing <laughs> on the other side of the beach saying, oh, no, Gorga must have just flown away into space. Right. You hear gunfire in the distance and the sounds of eight hop- hippopotamuses crying out in anguish. <laughs> 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 uh, also, it starts to stink like a dead animal. <laughs> but Gorga's safely in space. Hey, Mark, if this giant purple monster was going to walk into a bar and order a drink, what kind of drink you think it would get? Uh, like a Michelob Ultra. You know we were trying to get you to say Bramble, Mark. He, d- he does keep gaining weight. He probably wants to get on that light beer train. But it's not worth it. Just drink less good beer. You know, you know what he says? He says, give me a pint of your cheapest lager. And lager! Oh, fuck. Uh, did you do that on purpose? Please tell me you did. Yes. No. Okay, yep. good. Just making sure. Now, let's play back the tape and listen to the inflection in Chris's <laughs> voice. He fell into that joke like the lady who's texting falls into that open, like, basement hole. Uh, did you guys see that video? No. Yikes. This was okay, though. It, it did only have two speeds, and it was either uh, you're, nothing is going on at all, or you've been eaten by a monster. Like, the only thing we did was choose whether or not to throw wood at a giant space hippo. We walked around Cape Cod. We uh, observed wood being eaten. You're never even really that worried when you get eaten. It's just like, uh-oh, I got eaten. Right. How embarrassing. There was that one where it was, like, literally... Uh, you talk to this animal, surprise, you're inside of him now. And I was like, what? You talk to this animal, suddenly you're inside of them now, is what it's like when I hit on women. Ugh. We gotta cut that. We gotta cut that. Ugh. Or cut it out, amplify it, stretch it out, make it sound like a monster said it, and then put it back in at the end. A monster did say it. <laughs> <laughs> That about does it for this episode of Booze Your Own Adventure. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I'll be Mark. And remember, until next time, always choose responsibly. So let's get one for posterity. Hey, Chris, what does this uh, Gorga monster order when he goes into a bar? A lager. Uh, That's good.
it's so good. It's a good one. All right, we found it, guys. Uh, we di- I knew we could do it as a team it, yeah. if we were just allowed 20 minutes to think. <laughs> I mean, you know, we have to use the one where I just completely by accident fall. Oh, yeah, for joke, sure, for right? sure, for sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs>